Hi there and welcome. Thank you for joining our podcast from Rock Ministries Kabecha. Our prayer is a ministry is that this podcast would touch you in a way that will change your life for the better. If you want to get in touch with us or get to know us a little better, follow us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Enjoy and be blessed. to encourage your faith this morning. I want to encourage your faith in the name of Jesus. We are believing God for breakthroughs. I said we are believing God for breakthroughs. I don't know about you, but I need serious breakthroughs in my life. After the week of prayer and fasting, I've already experienced a few. I don't know if there's anyone who has already experienced a breakthrough in their life this morning. Praise the name of Jesus. Breakthroughs of heavenly proportions. Allow me to read 2 Chronicles chapter 20 just as a text that we will, we will uh, lean on and build on even for the next week to come. 2 uh, Chronicles chapter 20 uh, I'm reading from verse 1 it reads as follows. After this, the Moabites and the Ammonites with some of the Meonites, they came to wage war against Jehoshaphat. Some men came and told Jehoshaphat, a vast army is coming against you from Edom, from the other side of the Dead Sea. It is already in Hazazon Tamar, that is in Engedi. Alarmed, Jehoshaphat resolved to inquire of the Lord, and he proclaimed a fast for all Judah. The people of Judah came together to seek help from the Lord. Indeed, they came from every town in Judah to seek him. These people needed a breakthrough from the Lord, and they took time to pray and fast and to call upon the name of the Lord. Let me jump to verse uh, 17. In fact, from verse 15, uh, in fact, 14. Then the Spirit of the Lord came to Jahaziel, son of Zechariah, the son of Beniah, the son of Jael, the son of Metaniah, a Levite, in and a descendant of Asaph, as he stood in the assembly. They have prayed, these people, they have fasted, the, the enemies are still out there in front of them. God, being God, answered the prayer. Tiko waupendula umtanda zoabo. God answered their prayer. So in verse 16, we hear what the Lord says to the people after they had fasted and prayed, trusting God for a breakthrough. He says in verse 15, it says, King jo He said, listen, King Jehoshaphat and all who live in Judah and Jerusalem, this is what the Lord says to you. Do not be afraid or discouraged because of this vast army. For the battle is not yours, but the Lord's. Tomorrow march down against them. They will be climb, climbing up pass, uh, by the pass of Ziz, and you will find them at the end of the gorge in the desert of Jeril. You will not have to fight this battle. Note, the Lord gives them a promise at their breaking point, and he says, you will not have to fight this battle. Take up your positions. 
Stand firm and see the deliverance the Lord will give you, Judah and Jerusalem. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Go out to face them tomorrow, and the Lord will be with you. Verse 18. Jehoshaphat bowed down with his face to the ground, and all the people of Judah and Jerusalem fell down in worship before the Lord. Then some Levites from the Kaotites and the Korahites stood up and they praised the Lord, the God of Israel, with a very loud voice. They praised the Lord with a very loud voice. Verse 20. Early in the morning they left for the desert of Tekoa. As they set out, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Listen to me, Judah and the people of Jerusalem. Have faith in the Lord your God and you will be upheld. Have faith in his prophets, and you will be successful. Verse 21, after consulting the people, Jehoshaphat appointed men to sing to the Lord and to praise him for the splendor of his holiness as they went out at the head of the army, saying, Give thanks to the Lord for his love and yours forever. As they began to sing and praise, the Lord set ambushes against the men of Ammon, and the Moab and Mount Seir who were invading Judah, and they were defeated. The Ammonites and the Moabites rose up against the men of Mount Seir, and they destroyed and annihilated them. After they finished slaughtering the men from Mount Seir, they helped to destroy one another. When the men of Judah came to the place that overlooks the desert and looked towards the vast army, they saw only dead bodies. Lying on the ground. No one had escaped. Hallelujah. That devil will not escape. And those demons that have been coming against your life and against your family. None of them will escape when the Lord gives you your breakthrough. Can I get an amen if you believe that? So Jehoshaphat and his men went out to carry off the plunder. And they found amongst them a great amount of equipment and clothing. And also articles of value more than they could take away. There was so much plunder that it took three days to collect it. On the fourth day, they assembled in the valley of Beraka, where they praised the Lord. This is why it is called the valley of Beraka to this day. Then, led by Jehoshaphat, all the men of Judah and Jerusalem returned joyfully to Jerusalem, for the Lord had given them cause to rejoice over their enemies. They entered Jerusalem and they went to the temple of the Lord with harps and lies and trumpets. The fear of God came on all the surrounding kingdoms when they heard how the Lord had fought against the enemies of Israel. And the kingdom of Jehoshaphat was at peace for his God had given him rest on every side. This is the word of the Lord God Almighty. We are going to wrestle with these scriptures from today and also next Sunday. Amen. Hallelujah. Your breakthrough is in God. Your breakthrough at the face of your breakdown is in God. Your way out of your predicament is in God. Your way out or your way of escape 
from that quagmire is in God. No one else can rescue you. No one else can bring you out of it. Whatever it is, doesn't matter how deep it is, doesn't matter how addictive it is, it doesn't matter how, how long it has been there, what I want to say to you this morning, there is nothing that God cannot bring you out of. Can I get an amen? Hallelujah. There is nothing there is no prison too tight. There is no jail that God cannot spring you out of. The Bible says when life tempts you he always provides a way out. God always makes a way. He is called Bar Bal Perazim. What does that mean? Bal Perazim simply means the God of breakthrough. In other words, Words, it also means the God, the owner of breakthrough. I like that description about God when he is called Baal Perazim. Utwa is the owner of breakthroughs. All breakthroughs. Escaping and going to the other side. It all belongs to God. When you are in God. It doesn't matter what you need to break through from. It doesn't matter what you need to break out from. Your breakthrough is in the Lord. Our breakthrough is in God. If you need healing in your body. That's the breakthrough you desire. God is the owner of that breakthrough. He is the healer. Can I get an amen if you are hearing what I'm saying? God is an owner of all breakthroughs. You might be needing a breakthrough in your life concerning finances. I want to say to you this morning, he is the owner of breakthroughs. I was talking to a gentleman who is one of the members in the church on Friday. He had brought me a bucket that I was going to use to go to the trans guy for a funeral. And I said to him, do you remember where you come from? Where God has taken you from? He came to drop this bucket. And he was taken back to two other cars that he now has. For many years together with his wife, they were believing God for breakthroughs. And sometime in the future, God broke through for them. For them. Today, they don't only have one old vehicle which they used to have back then. They've got three vehicles that they can drive from Cape to Cairo any day. I said, God can break through for you irrespective of where you are. Hallelujah. 
God is the owner of breakthroughs. You might look at your life. Your situation might look as impossible. That is why you need breakthroughs. That's exactly why you need God. That's why you need to believe God. That is why you need to have faith in God. You might be saying, Pastor, I am in such a tight corner, it's not funny. I am so trapped. Wall on my left, right, and front behind. I am caged in. Jehoshaphat was in that situation. We serve a God who can open a door. Any door God can open. I said, Any door God can open. I said, Any door God can open. I'm going to say this, I'm going to scream this, I'm going to bellow this until you hear it in your ear. God can open any door. Jehovah can answer any question. He can solve any problem. He makes a way where there seems to be no way. All we need to do, we need to place our trust in him because he is the only one who can bring us out of any situation. Just to recap, from where we were yes, last Sunday, we declared that our Peters will not die in jail. Our Peters, Peter representing our breakthroughs, representing our staff, representing our children, our families, our marriages, our physical bodies, health, our businesses, our visions, they will not be stolen by the devil. We spoke on about Peter who had been arrested. They arrested Peter and put him in jail. After they have killed Jacob, his brother, they killed Jacob, and then they took Peter. They put him in jail. But the believers would not have it. The believers would not have it. They said to themselves, it stops right here. They drew a line in the sand. They said, now you have touched another name. We are going to pray. They met together and they prayed. There is something that happens when believers come together to pray. That is why Satan, he knows it. Satan knows it. But if believers Believers can come together and pray. Something will shift. He knows it very well. That's why he can have us. 
As long as we don't pray. That's why he doesn't mind if we come together and clap. As long as we don't bring our situations before the Lord. As long as we don't agree concerning our needs. He is happy. The freeing of Peter. The freeing of Peter. Breakthroughs. They are things that cannot be handled alone. There are situations about yourself. No matter how clever you are, how brilliant you are. I mean, I know there are guys who have got beautiful minds. They can solve for X any day. There are guys who are very prim and proper. They are precise in their thinking. Amen. But I'm telling you, my brother, my sister, no matter how self-sufficient you are, there are breakthroughs you will never conjure and mastermind on your own. There are holes you can't get yourself out of. You need the benefit of a brother praying with you. There are habits we fall into that we try to come out of and we can never come out of them like the one you have tried to come out of for the past five years and you have failed to come out of because the Bible says carry each other's burdens there are burdens we must carry together there are things that we must carry with each other. That is why God created us. So that we are always in need of another. That is why you don't have eyes on your back. Because what you don't see, I can see. What you can't see in me, you can see. So, uh, so goes even when it comes to us dealing with situations in our lives. So there are breakthroughs, turnarounds that demand intercession, that demand corporate intercession. Can you hear me, brethren? There are situations that need brethren to come together and stand and call upon the name of Jesus because of the situations you are in in our lives. Just like at the end of the service, I will be praying for business people today. And in the days to come, I'll be praying for others too. Can I get an amen if you're still with Hallelujah. me? You see, something happens when believers stand together to pray. I'm going to hammer this until you understand it. Something happens when you meet in the home cell and pray about something. I can stand and call upon the name of Jesus. But I'm alone. telling you, 
One will move a thousand. But two will move ten thousand. Even in the spirit. Do not fight your battles alone. Find a brother or two. Come into the house of the Lord. Present your situation. Ask brethren to stand with you. It is a biblical principle. In Matthew 18, God speaks clearly. He says, if two or three of you agree on anything, it will be granted in heaven. Because where two or three are gathered, in my name I am there. That is why Satan doesn't want fellowship. That is why he wants to isolate us. Because the fire in the power changes of changing things. And when brethren come together, and praying. Throw your problems to the brethren. Even if you don't tell the whole story. Because the reason people don't take things with brethren is because it's enough to say, my brother, my sister. Can you please pray with me? Concerning a project that I am pursuing. There's something that God is opening doors for me. But the devil is stopping. Can you please pray with me about it? As you are joining praying, do not want the detail. It does not concern you. You just want your faith to come together with another faith and we pray to our God so that we can open the doors. Just take the situation take it to God. Hallelujah. 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 God has called us and wants us to stand together to pray. Can I get an amen if you are still with me? Amen. There is something powerful when brethren walk together. Together, we cross Red Seas. Together, we cross Jordan Rivers. Together, we bring down Jericho walls. Together, we are unstoppable. As a church, we are unstoppable. As long as we are together, my bone goes. Don't say Jesus is enough for me. When I sit alone at home, I can always connect. The devil is lying to you. Jesus said in his words. Do not neglect fellowship. Coming together with other believers. And praying together. And singing together. And worshiping together. There are breakthroughs. That will happen. 
When the church prays together, you can pray until you turn blue. When you are praying alone, there are things that will never change. There are things that will never change. They want you if two or three agree on anything doesn't say if one in that case says if two or three agree on anything it will be granted in heaven there is a place that needs intercession Satan fights unity that's why he fights it because he knows there is power in unity I said there's power in unity. Satan fights unity amongst a couple. Because he knows there is power in two. One will move a thousand. But two will move ten thousand. Satan comes in. It's because he doesn't want ten thousand shaken. Satan will fight the family. Many families do not see eye to eye. Because the devil has gotten in there. Because Satan knows that if families stand together, communities will stand together. And if communities stand together, cities will stand together. If cities stand together, provinces will stand together. If provinces stand together, nations will stand together. Satan fights that unity. Because he knows there is power in unity. I said there is power in unity. I said there is power in unity. Refuse to be a loner. Refuse to be a loner. Even if they hurt you so much, find others because you cannot live alone. Amen. Hallelujah. You cannot live alone. There are people who have stopped going to church today because they were hurt in church. They were offended and they walked away from church. If you feel that that church that hurt you, it hurt you so much as far as you are concerned, Find another one instead of living alone. If you feel Pastor Jay has been so much of an offense to you, you, you cannot live in, in, you cannot stand his preaching anymore. Go find another pastor. But one thing you cannot do, don't go home and be alone. The devil will have you for breakfast. Because our protection, our preservation is in unity. Have you, have you seen that the logs? Have you seen logs in a fire? You put one log on top of another. And you set your fire up and it comes together. But if you take one of those logs that were on fire, if you want to put out the fire. You don't have to pour water. All you need to do is to just 
dislocate the, 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 the logs. Separate them. Take one log, put it that side. Take one log, put it that side. Take one log, put it that side. For a few minutes, the logs will burn separately. But it is for a few minutes. This God was this out for But they will only burn for a minute. But goes out Not so long after that. This They're going to come out of fire. I want to see someone who's ever cooked a pot with one log. With fire that is made of one log. Hallelujah. The fire that changes things. The fire that will fix cities. It is the fire of the unity of the brethren. When we stand together. When we pray together. When we play together. When we fellowship together. God sends his fire. God sends his power. And we are able to cook palatable meals that will be enjoyed by nations. I said there is power in unity. Can I get an amen in the house of the Lord? Make sure you don't walk alone. So the believers were together in prayer. That's what I want to emphasize. They were together in prayer. Church, we must get together and pray. We must get together and present our requests to the Lord. We must get together and pray for our children. We must get together and pray for our businesses. We must get together and pray for our marriages. We must get together and pray for our jobs. We must come together. The believers were together in prayer and they broke Peter out of jail. To pray. If believers in this country can for once be united to pray and not just pray for the government but pray about the government. Something would shift there. It's one thing for to pray for. It's another to pray about. As brethren, we have the power or praying for things. We also have the power of praying about things. Those are two different things. You want a Christian praying for you, not praying about you. Because when they pray for you, they are speaking grace. But when they begin to pray about you, Jesus. It's something else. It's another story altogether. 
It is very nice when we are praying. But it is another story when the church comes together or when a child of God begins to pray about you. It is because when people speak to God, asking God to help you, it's another story when they go to God about you. Because the Bible says, God says, vengeance is mine. I will repay. My bonging goes. And so believers must believe in the power of their prayer. There's a song very popular back in the day. If you believe and I believe and we together pray the Holy Spirit shall come down and South Africa will be saved if you believe and I believe and we together pray the Holy Spirit shall come down and your business will begin to prosper if you believe and I believe and we together pray the Holy Spirit shall come down and your marriage will be saved. Many marriages have fallen apart because the people in the marriages never took the marriages to the church to pray about. They tried to solve their things. But when we pray and we say, Lord, have mercy on this marriage, when we say, Peter cannot die, James is dead, but Peter cannot die, Lord, have mercy, Peter cannot die, God in heaven sends his angels, he wakes Peter up, he can do the same for your marriage, he can wake your husband up, he can wake your wife up, and they begin to understand what they are doing when they are walking apart from each other. Can you hear what I'm saying? There is power in prayer. There's something. There's an issue. There's a secret. There's power that we have been given. But we don't use this power. The power of prayer. The power of corporate prayer. Petros is coming out. Out of jail. When, when brethren come to Hallelujah. They, they wake from the dead. Those who are sick. When brethren come together in prayer. We have been tricked. We have been lied to. We have been fed a lie. That the breakthrough lies in some papa. Who has the only rights. The only rights to go deeper in God. And then we must now outsource 
Delegate all our issues to them. So this Papa must, must pray for me. Must pray for my family. No. No. Look to your neighbor say no. That's a lie from her. All of us as children of God have been given the right to come before the throne of God. In the name of Jesus, I come against this lie. I come against that narrative that certain chosen, frozen people are the ones who possess the power to move things. I come against that lie in the name of Jesus. Even in your mind, I erase it now in the name of Jesus. That's why because for a long time the narrative here Yakubek went on and on Yakubek it carried on as a spirit is over our country but there are certain people that we must go to it is those people that have the power of, of making things happen and we believed it. We believed it. Even the ones in the house of God. There's an evangelist. There's a prophet somewhere. We run there. Not that we must not go there. But we go there with this in mind. That is in for my things to be okay. It is a certain evangelist. God will come one day in a certain year. I call. That is not it. That is not it. And pearl. The ones you go to church with. They have the power as well. They have authority as well. But when you come together in your house. And lay your problems. And say I have a problem with my child. A problem with my job. A problem back at home. And lay it back before them. And say can you please pray. Even them, they don't need any water. They don't need any oil. They don't need any handkerchief. All they need is to believe the word of God that says with, with God nothing is impossible. If they come together and pray, they come together and pray, something will happen. Their duty of the evangelist, the duty of the apostle, the duty of the pastor, the duty of the teacher, the duty of the prophet, according to the word of God, it is to equip the saints so that the saints can do the work of the ministry. We are not 
call to be superstars. Away to Our job is to tell you that the Jesus you have, the same Jesus you have, and the power you have, the power I have. This is how you use this power. This is how this power works. He is, this is my job. We are not called to be superstars. When people pass by, they have to bow. When we, we get up, people run after us. Those are things that are done by people. But the, the duty of a vessel is to equip the brethren. Out you don't need to call Pastor Jay. Because land will go Pastor Jay. Because whatever is in is also in you. All you need to do use the name of Jesus. The same name I use. You also have the right to use. If I can pray and demons come out, you too can pray and demons will come out. Tell amen and the church was distracted. There is power when the church comes together. When believers pray. My, my sir, as a born again child of God, you too have the right to set up a holy communion table in your house. Call your children. Break bread together and say, and say my children here in our home we are the children of a covenant. God is ours. And you break bread with them. You eat the body of Christ. You drink the blood of Jesus. And you see miracles happen. You have the right to do that. My boy in Hallelujah. It is not just for pastors. Not for you to eat only communion. You must cook a three-course meal. Because you are waiting for the that is bringing the of the Lord. My boy, when Hallelujah. When he comes, he will with a certain voice in your home. And you must borrow loans because a pastor is to come and make you the Holy Communion. That is not it. Holy Communion is something of the brethren. It is not a thing of the pastors. Our duty is to show you this tissue what it means. What does this mean? What is the power in this thing? And then when you must break the bread with your child as a single parent 
Leave the holy communion. In your house. As a family. In the name of Jesus. Can I get an amen in the house of the Lord? There is power. When brethren. Stand together in prayer. And have faith in God. They, they are facing an enemy. The Bible says nations came together because of them. They colluded nations. Different armies. They came together to fight Jehoshaphat. They come and tell him that these armies have, have ganged up together against you, Jehoshaphat. They are coming to annihilate you. Sometimes in life, things gang up against you. I don't know about you, but I have been, I have been there. I gang up when, when things come together, one breaks here. When you're trying to fix this one, another one on another side. When you're facing that one, and the phone rings, and it's a private number, and you go crazy, because things are going strong up. From all ends, everything is happening. I don't know anyone knows this thing. You run away from your phone because things are going My crazy. In Hallelujah. And an email will come. And you think I'm not going to even Goba, it. it is a gang up against me. Because My I start him out the garage. The car is not starting. And we are turning a start. And you know why it's not starting. Seven, I service. It's been seven months. It's not been service. service. It's not because you don't want to service. There is no money for your service. To go and take it to what service. When you are looking at that, a phone standard bank. Standard bank is going to call. And we are must phone a And you know why Standard Bank is calling. I can sell a credit card. They don't want to sell you a credit card. But he wants to ask you that this is the third one we have not been paying. Hallelujah. You are still facing that. A message comes in. That comes from, from the doctors. Saying, please come. You don't even want to look at because it. Because you are drawn blind. The doctor wants to give you feedback. He wants to hear it. You are in the situation of Jehoshaphat. At the point of a break point, breaking down. Hallelujah. That is where Jehoshaphat is They say the others are this side. China is looking at you. Russia is looking at you. Korea is also looking at you. Imagine you are a nation. You are faced by such nations. You are in a bad situation. A takeover. 
is imminent. Life gives us that from time to time. If you have never gotten it, take this sermon, save it. You will need it in the future. I prophesy. My bongo goes. Hallelujah. If you got experience, he says, it is still coming. Because here on earth, there are times that are like that. They will hit you. They hit you. That side is well. That side is well. That side is well. And it seems like you are the only one who is in a bad situation. Life will give you that. That is where Jehoshaphat is in. And I like him because he realizes that listen, I cannot fight here. As a person, you need to be wise enough to know what you can fight and what you cannot fight. Don't waste your time Try to fight things you can't overcome. Hallelujah. Don't waste your time. There are certain things that you can waste your time on and fight them. There are things that you don't have the power. No power to fight. Take it to God and let him fight it for you. Don't waste your time. That's why I tell people, even if I am stressed, they I sleep. Because the ones who don't sleep are the ones who are trying to solve things they can't solve. When you are not sleeping trying to solve something, the next thing is you are going to go crazy. Amen. You are going to go crazy. Because you are trying to escape. When you are in this building, all doors are locked. The doors all over. They are backlight doors all over. Manifesting is valid. And windows are closed. You are locked in. Someone forgot about you. Bambin. They've all left. If only I could bed, they feel it. The bed is dead. Who's what in? What are you going to do? Also, Puma. You can't get out. The best thing for you to do. Can you end our comfortable? You must look for a comfortable place. That you can sleep on. And wait for tomorrow. Because sitting here. And thinking how can they forget me? How can they forget me? They've forgotten about you. The best thing for you to do. Wake up. Smell the roses. You've been forgotten. Lala. Just sleep. And just hope you don't go If I can corner, if they don't come, I'll, I'll get out tomorrow. That's all. No, the battles you can fight. Don't fight anything you can't solve. Don't waste your time. Just sleep. 
That is what Peter did in James. They killed, they killed Jacob. He's guarded by 16 men. He was tied in the hands. And the gates are locked. He just took off his clothes and slept. I'm trying to help you now. There are some of you who are not even sleeping. There are things that you hear because you are not sleeping. You are trying to fight things you cannot conquer. When the enemy was fast, you don't fight, you fast. You don't fight, you fast. You don't fight, you fast. In other words, you take it to God in prayer. And say, God, this one wants you. I'm not even going This one needs God. This one is going to counseling. counseling. He's on tatty counseling. He's on. He's on. Alelin bonisuba uchikalwe apogle building. So I need to go pin and develop. I don't want to hear that again. I'm just going to sleep. My bow and goes. Hallelujah. I know you're here and you're strong. Your things are not coming together. Instead of sleeping, you're thinking. How long have you been thinking? Nothing has changed. My bow and goes. Hallelujah. The paper is here, Dr. Tabele wrote. The results is real. And the results are here. Aulalu Jongel Pepper. You are not sleeping, you are facing this paper. My brother. Here is the paper, it's reality. Just take it. Remove it from your eyes. And face it upwards. And say, God, unless you deal with this, when it is finished with me, I take this and I present it to you. And right now, Lord, because I have presented it to you, I am going to sleep now. But there is nothing I can do. To solve this thing, take your issues, present them to the Lord. Listen, listen, listen. Job chapter 5, three minutes. Job chapter 5. Listen to the scripture. Job chapter 5. Job chapter 5. Take it to God. Know what you can fight. And know what you can fight. Job chapter 5. Please put it up there. And put it up there in the message version. Job. Chapter 5. Job is in a situation and we all know that. Take it to verse 8. Verse 8. Message version, if you can. In fact, let me start from the NIV version. Listen to what it says in verse 8. Can we read it together? One, two, three. But if I were you, I would appeal to God. I would lay my cause before him. Verse 8, alone. Verse 8 says, if I were you, Put it up in the message version, guys, please. 
Is that it? Can you put it in the message version? Put it in the message version. And I want us to read it together. I want us to read it together. Take it to God in prayer. You don't fight what you can't. If the enemy is too big, you don't fight, you fast. You don't fight, you pray. Because you can do nothing about it. But there is a God who can do something about it. Are we together there? One, two, three. If I were in your shoes, I would go straight to God. I would throw myself on the mercy of God. Read it again and listen to yourself. Think about the shoes you are in. Think about the worries you have worried about. And this message comes to you in your situation where you are experiencing a breakdown, where you are feeling that I'm about to lose my mind. Listen to what the scripture says. One, two, three. If I were in your shoes, I would do what? I would go straight to God. I would throw myself on the mercy of God. After all, he is famous for great and unexpected acts. Continue to read. There is no end to his surprises. Let's take it further. He gives rain, for instance, across the wide earth. He sends water to irrigate the fields. He raises up the down and out. He gives firm footing to those sinking in grief. He aborts the schemes of conniving crooks so that none of their plots come to term. Come to term. They will try the plots, but they will not come to term. Let's continue one more time. He catches the know-it-alls in their conspiracies. All that intricate intrigue is swept with the trash. Suddenly, they are disoriented. They are plunged into darkness. They don't see to put one foot in front of the other. Abbas no amaba ambepi abenzi bobubi ka utate isindo sako wazisa kuchahova. If I were in your shoes, I would take my issues to the Lord. Listen to the last part. It says, but. Can you all say but? but. One more time, but. It says, but the downtrodden are saved by God. They are saved from the murderous plots. They are saved from the iron fist. And so the poor continue to hope while injustice Injustice is bound and gagged. Jehoshaphat decided because of the situation he was in to take his issue to the Lord. Don't run with it to your uncle. He can do nothing about it. Don't run with it to your bed. 
Because it can only lead you to a mental asylum. Take your issues to Jehovah. Take your issues to the God of Israel. For he is able. The Bible says, throw yourself at the mercies of the Lord. Are you at a point of a breakdown here? Are you about to have a nervous breakdown? Are you at a point where you know the sheriff is coming? Are you at the point where you know that the decree is about to be issued? If I were in your shoes, I would throw myself at the masses of the Lord. That is what Jehoshaphat did. He called a fast and he said everybody even the young children we are going to stand together we need a breakthrough here we need God to move here there are times where you must call all your children bless it young and I the one we are facing now it is not for us if God does not move, we are doomed. Jehoshaphat took it to God. Instead of fighting, he fasted. And God brought about in his life in that nation such an enormous breakthrough wherein God fought for them. They didn't need to lift up a sword. God fought on their behalf. God fought for them. Our God. We are sleeping. Sleeps for us. Our God. He doesn't sleep. Our let God read it. Let God look at it. Let God attend to it. Let God deal with it. And wash yourself. Take your supper. Go to bed. And see God deal with it. His beloved. He, he, when he's because he is God who has fought for Hallelujah. stand up on your feet let us pray whilst every head is bowed you don't have to move from the altar just stay there so that the order remains every head is bowed every eye closed if you are here you have never given your life to Jesus there are people here you need a breakthrough in your own life your life is a mess things are falling apart you need a breakthrough in your soul, in your mind. There is chaos. You can't sleep at night, nightmares, everything. You have been to counselors and all. Things are just not okay. Maybe you have not even gotten there, but things are not okay. 
and you're saying, Pastor Jay, I would love to have a breakthrough in my life. If that is you, Jesus can give you that breakthrough. If you can open your heart to him and receive him like we have received him, he will save you, he will heal you, he will restore you, and he will set you on the right path towards your breakthrough. If that is you, put up your right hand where you are standing. Put up your right hand. God bless you there. God bless you there. God bless you there. You've never given. God bless you there. God bless you there. God bless you. God bless you. All those with their hands up, just move to the front. I want to pray with you. Let's clap for them as they come. All those who lifted up their hands, come. Come and receive Jesus. Come and receive Jesus. Oh yes, come and receive Jesus. Come and receive Jesus. Come and receive Jesus. Come and receive Jesus. Thank you, 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 Jesus. Come. Here's another one coming to him. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Please stretch your hands towards the start with these ones here. Lift up your hands to Jesus as you receive him in your life. 30 years ago, I did what you are doing. Jesus came into my life and saved me. I was in a rut. I was in a corner. My back was against the wall. I couldn't fix my life. But when I said, Jesus, come into my heart, he saved me. He transformed me. He rescued me from things. Rescued me from things I could not come out of. He will do the same to you. He is no respecter of man. Say this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I open my heart to you. I ask you to save me. I ask you to heal me. I ask you to fix my life. From this day on, make me your child. I choose sober in my mind to follow you as long as I live. Forgive me all my sins. I turn away from them in Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Lord, that after this prayer, I am yours in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Praise the Lord. Let it be, let it be, let it be. Praise the name of Jesus. To the rest of us, lift up your hands to heaven. And let's thank the Lord for his grace in this place. Lift up your hands to heaven. Father, thank you so much for your beautiful presence in this place. Thank you for your people. Thank you that we have been in your presence and we are experiencing you and what you are doing. Thank you that you have got great plans for us. Plans to prosper us and not to harm us. Plans to give us a hope and a future. All of us. Now release us into those plans now. In the name of Jesus. The prosperity of God. The hope of God. Nothing nothing will stop us now. Breakthrough is our portion. We receive it in Jesus' mighty name. Bless your people. As they take another week, may they take it with you, knowing that heavens are on their side. God is with them. In Jesus' mighty name. 
Amen. Put your hands together. Let us thank the Lord. God bless you. Have a wonderful time. Let's continue to believe him. Let's continue to trust him. Hallelujah.